Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy cryptid and spooky podcast <laughs> for the like month of October. Missed, she missed a thing. Did but I? No. Oh. Because you say and what before you say the last one. Oh. And then you added the spooky. So I was like, something didn't sound right there. I'm That's Emily. Why. And I'm Danielle. And I'm going to be telling the story today. And apparently she's got some good ones. Yeah. Well, Danielle gave me like the jackpot of all jackpots and i literally just picked like i just was like you have this one i'll take this one you have this one i'll take this one yeah she gave me the state of kansas and you never would guess but i'm so jazzed i'm so happy it turned out good it's quite interesting because my i was gonna you know talk about multiple places in kansas turns out i only needed to talk about a town wow yeah also, I forgot I had an update for you on one of our past stories. Do you, you want to do that at the end of yours? Or do you want to do it at yours? You do it under either, really. I don't okay. Care. We'll talk about Sorry. it. Sorry. After. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll see how long this one is. So, yeah, I definitely can do another episode on Kansas because I literally stuck to one town and this town I could have probably talked about for an hour. That I didn't even like touch on all the places here wow so I what you're just saying is i need ones. to go to kansas yeah you and tom need to go to this place okay i'm down it's called atchison at atchison kansas have you heard of it i'm sure you've definitely heard I of one place before feel like the name sounds really is it a-t-c-h-i-n-s-o-n a-t-c-h-i-s-o-n oh i was close atchison atchison it sounds really familiar there's one place that i talk about where you're gonna be like oh i didn't know like that's where this is waverly hills it's probably the most famous scary place i so know not, not waverly hills. no i don't know where that is it's a sanatorium no actually surprisingly no sanatorium is it a prison nope hospital no prison no hospital what okay no. now i'm now i'm really now befuddled. i have no idea okay well and don't worry about me being able to see your screen because i can't read that far away okay so uh here we go Atchison claims to be the most haunted town in Kansas, which Sounds I like would <laughs> obviously <laughs> agree with. Uh, I would almost say most haunted town in America. Wow. That's, that's actually, bold. that's very bold. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> she backpedaled really quick. <laughs> I'll say whole most haunted town in the Midwest, maybe. I would almost say that. Okay. The history of the town of Atchison is a interesting one. Uh, the town became the first settlement in Kansas when the territory territory was formed in 1854 the town was named after missouri senator david rice atchison and during the california gold rush when settlers were moving west atchison at it's so hard to say atchison yeah. <laughs> saw more than 1600 wagons a day wow. through its tiny town wowee the town is so haunted um that it has been featured on the travel channel show haunted town <laughs> okay need to watch that show immediately i'm going to like i said stick to the town of atchison for this whole episode okay so here we go let's do it first place i'm going to be talking about is atchison street which is formerly known as ferry street the street travels down a steep hill towards the missouri river and long ago locals would board the ferry at the landing at the bottom of the hill I'm kind of picturing like a Duluth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The story goes that long ago, a woman was traveling down the road when in a buggy, when she, in a buggy, when she lost control of her horses, which became unhitched from, um, 
the buggy became unhitched from the animals and she plummeted down the streets into the freezing river where she became trapped inside and drowned. Oh, that sounds horrible. Her body, unfortunately, was never recovered. Oh, that's so sad. Today, men say when they are walking along the river, they can hear a woman calling to them from the murky Missouri River water. Oh. Yeah, don't like that. No, that's so spooky. The next place in Atchison I want to talk about is the Gargoyle Home, which is located at 819 North 4th Street. The home, more commonly known as the Wagoneer House, was built between 1884 and 1886 by a man named Bailey P. Wagoneer, who was a lawyer and politician in the town. The house is so famous due to the gargoyle statues that guard the outside of the home. They're like on the roof okay it's weird um although it is said that the gargoyles are usually erected to scare off evil spirits um which i didn't know did you know that i did that's why they're on churches oh interesting yeah legend has it that wagoneer became so wealthy due to a deal with the devil and the gargoyles were added to the house to honor that pact and that the house is afflicted by an evil curse One homeowner even tried to remove the gargoyles, but fell on the staircase and died before he could get up to them. Oh. Reports of doors opening and closing on their own, footsteps, disembodied voices, and just an overall bad vibe have been reported here. Can you tour this place? No. Okay. This one you cannot tour, but you can drive by and see the gargoyles. (laughs) Yeah, it would be pretty easy to find, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I gave you the address, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, that that too. <laughs> uh, the next place in Atchison we are going to talk about is Jackson Park. The story goes that the park is haunted by a woman named Molly. Supposedly, you can hear her moaning and screaming in the park all throughout the night, which... Could you imagine just being in the park and hearing a woman screaming? Mm, no, thank you. Yeah. I wonder I... how many times the cops have been called there oh i'm sure a bunch i'm sure one of the dispatchers questions is now where are you yeah are you in jackson park Uh, apparently molly was a young woman who was found dead in the park the day after her prom she was found hanging by her neck from a park tree with her clothes badly torn allegedly the night of her prom her and her date got in a big fight and she exited the car and her date drove off leaving her in the park alone it was never determined if Molly died by her own hand or if she was murdered, but many believe that her prom date was the one to kill her. The park is known to locals as Molly's Hollow, and maybe, and couples go there to hang out. Mm. Yeah. Hang out. Okay. That's not, what we're calling it these days. Not only are her moans and cries heard, but it's also said that a ghostly figure can be hanging, seen hanging in the tree where her body was found. I saw a another source who said that molly could also be an um an african-american woman who was murdered there okay um but it seemed to me that the more accepted story was this one this one so that's why i chose to stick with that one okay okay next uh is the riverview drive home I don't have the exact address for this home, but there are several strange occurrences that happen there. Mainly the TVs and stereos in rooms like to mysteriously turn on a, on at full volume when the guests of the home are trying to sleep. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> like, no, no, we're having a party. Let's yeah. go. Get up. At one point, an occupant of the home heard a noise, which they thought was their dog. So they called out to it. And instead of the dog coming to them, uh, an elderly woman's ghost walked Stop. Walked into the room where she smoothed a place out on the bed and sat next to the resident. No. <laughs> I hate. Can you imagine? No. You're like, serious? And then this old ass lady walks in and like sits down yeah no oh i hate it screaming the person ran out of the room only to hear the attic door slam closed behind her several people here have also stated that they that if the place uh uh-oh i'm missing a whole page oh no oh no is right oh no i don't know what to do uh, several people have also stated that if they place their luggage at the top of the attic stairs, it will be found tossed at the bottom. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. I've never had this happen That is before. really weird. Let's see if I can do it like this. Um, I'm going to just see if this works. Oh, yep. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. The next stop in Atchison is going to be the Mc... McIntyre Villa. McIntyre Villa was built by John McIntyre in 1889 to 1890. The home passed between John and his second wife, Anna, until his death in 1902. Uh, After his death, she occupied the home with many of her relatives and children until her death in 1916, at point which her brother, Judge Charles Conlon, Conlon, and his family made it their home until 1925. For the next 25 years, the house was used as a rooming house until it was purchased by a woman named Isabel Edis. Is a rooming house like, like a boarding home, okay, I'm kind of assuming? Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Uh, who was a retired violinist. She unfortunately lacked the funds, however, to restore the home like she wanted, and she sold it in 1969, shortly before her death to George Gerardi, who has started to rehabilitate the home. Okay. Um, the home is now owned by a woman named Stephanie Neal, who offers tours and overnight stays. Uh, the McIntyre Villa is said to be the site of at least nine deaths of natural causes and one reported suicide. Yikes. There are many different haunted reports coming from the McIntyre Villa. Lights are known to turn on and off in the tower of the home, although there is no electricity up there, which is odd. That's obviously, obviously spooky. Yeah. Figures are seen in windows when no one is home, and at one time, a speaker was thrown off a counter, and boxes were moved right before people's eyes. Oh, that's creepy. You, Because you know it did it, knowing people could see it. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to move this real quick. <laughs> Rocking chairs are rock when no one is sitting in them. No doors, one that you can see. Doors slam throughout the night, and footsteps can be heard walking down the hallway on the second floor. People report a feeling of unease and being watched on the second floor as well. Item tends, items tend to move from one location to another by themselves, as well as dramatic changes in temperature. Female and male voices are heard throughout the house, and there has been reports of a, quote, shadow person being seen often described as having glowing eyes and a large enough frame to fill a full doorway. I don't think I want to see that one either. No, I don't either. The glowing eyes freaks me out. Literally anything that's described as a shadow person, I'm like totally cool not saying. That yeah, that's fair. Um, and finally, the smell of women's perfume and cigarette smoke is known to waft around the villa. Ooh. Uh, like I stated stated before, this is a place you can stay overnight. 
Um, and if that's something you're interested in, cost $500 for one to six guests on a weekend and 400 on a weekday. I kind of, I kind of want to have a, a scale of like Emily screaming faces of how many Emily screaming faces <laughs> would you give this place? Like how scary is it? Yeah. In your opinion, how scary would, or how scared would you be to stay there? Like maybe one, like two and a two half, five. two okay. and a half on okay. this one. Okay. None of that stuff really, oh, besides the shadow person. Yeah. The shadow person is pretty freaky. That might bring it up to a three and a half. Wow. A whole point for just the shadow person. Hell yeah. With glowing eyes. The glowing eyes wigs me out Yeah. Too. I don't like that. No, thanks. Um, okay. Now this is the most famous haunted place I've ever heard of. Okay. Um, it's the Sally house. It's not ringing a bell yet. It's not ringing a bell. No. Okay. This one I, I have known about for a long time. Okay. The Sally house is located on North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas. Some people say that the house is the most haunted house in America. The house was the original home of the town physician. The front served as a office space and exam rooms while the doctor and his family lived on the upper floors. One day, a frantic mother came in carrying her six-year-old daughter, Sally. Uh, the child had collapsed of severe abdominal pain. The doctor diagnosed her with appendicitis and knew that he had to get Sally into surgery ASAP, um, believing that her appendix would soon burst. Uh, he began to cut into her before the anesthesia took full oh, effect. Oh, no. Sally's screams were haunting, and she soon stopped moving and died on the operating table. Oh. Um, there's also other stories of many, like, the obviously the owners and their kids have died there. And just, right. like, a lot of people have seemed to have died here. Okay. Although the house has been known to be long haunted, the stories become even more popular in 1993 when a young couple rented the house out. Um, they had a dog who seemed to growl at nothing, especially in a room that would become the nursery. Um, they were pregnant. Uh, that was located. That's not comforting at all. That was located upstairs. Um, appliances were turned on and off on their own. Pictures would be turned upside down, and the child's toys would be thrown around the nursery. The couple also noticed strange operations, and mainly in like the kitchen area, um, which is near where his like the exam rooms were. Okay. But things started to turn violent once the child was born. Not towards the child. We'll say that okay, right that, away. I mean, that's comforting at least. Fires began to break out in the home. Not great. And a series of sinister attacks began mainly on the husband. Objects would visibly move whenever the husband was in the home. He would get scratches on his chest and abdomen, sometimes so deep that they would bleed. Oh my God. And he would witness cold spots, especially in the room that was known to be the operating room. Although the spirit didn't seem to like the man, it said that it never once attacked the wife or the baby. But it did interesting scare them quite yeah, well, a lot. Yeah, obviously. I would not like that if my partner was all of a sudden getting attacked by yeah nothing. There well, is you know what I mean a story where the neighbor, their neighbor across the street, actually like called her or talked to her one day, and she was like, "Why do you keep the light on in the nursery all night?" Oh. And uh, the mom was like, well, the baby's actually sleeping in our room right now. No one's even in the nursery, so the light shouldn't be on. And she was like, the light's definitely on. 
And she's like, you sure it's not like a hallway light? She's like, no. The light in the nursery is on all night. Cool. Uh, the mobile oh. would move on its own and oh it plays gosh. music. Oh, and my like, God. Dink, 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 dink. No. Uh, one day they came into the nursery and all the stuffed animals were placed in a circle on the floor. Weird. And so they would like put the toys back right. and then they would come back and it would be back in the circle. At what point do you stop just putting them back? Just like leave them. <laughs> yeah. At what point are you like, all right, fine. Yeah. They can stay here for now. Please right. put them back later. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. The couple eventually brought a psychic into the home to try to get to the bottom of what may be haunting it. And she concluded that there's actually two different spirits. Uh, one of the young girl, Sally, and one of an older woman in her 30s. I'm kind of going to, I'm going to just read through this and then I'm going to kind of come back to this. Okay. 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 It's believed that Sally would be responsible for the, f- responsible for the quote, like harmless pranks. Huh? Like, you know, flipping the. Yeah. The animals, the animals and, and turning things on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the older woman was responsible for the more sinister attacks. According to the psychic, the older woman at first was fond of the man in the house and even tried to drive a wedge between him and his wife so she could be closer to him, but when that didn't work, she began attacking him instead. Finally, at one point, the husband was shoved so violently from behind that he almost fell over the stairs railing and the couple decided it was time to move out. Safe to say that with the title of the most haunted home in America, it has been visited by many of the most popular ghost investigation shows. Most of these shows reported activities such as video and investigation equipment that suddenly stopped working, batteries that were fully charged being drained completely, moving objects, unexplained scratches or bruising on their bodies during or after their visits, physical touches, mysterious coldness, and trained dogs refusing to enter enter the nursery on the second floor. After the young couple moved out, it was said that another family moved in. The mother of this family was known to be a satanic worshiper and did rituals in the basement. Uh, Apparently, the landlord, got it, that was a very hard word to think of, (laughs) came into the home one day to go fix something and he went into the basement and on the basement floor, there was a pentagram and he was like, okay, you gotta go. That's fair. Can't drop pentagram on the floor. So... To this day, uh, in the basement, there's a big black spot on the floor where the pentagram was and where she used to, like, do her little... Rituals or whatever. Okay. It is said that there is a demon that now lives in the basement and causes chaos in the home. Uh, There was also a report of someone sleeping in the home and waking up in the middle of the night to a corpse-like object laying in bed next to them. No. Absolutely not. This is why you let your dog sleep with you. Yeah. (laughs) No room in my bed for Right. Anything else? No. Okay. So I'm going to come back to the two different spirits right. thing. Right. Some people believe that there's really only one spirit because apparently there was, they've tried to do some research into the Sally girl. Yeah. And they say that there's no one named Sally who, young girl named Sally who lived in the town at the time of she's when she supposedly died. Okay. So there, some people believe that there's only this demon okay, that lives in the home. And it is said that demons will present themselves as 
children children yeah to like get your trust and stuff yes so that's they think maybe that is actually what's going on here you'd think a psychic would know that though i don't know i guess depending on how powerful they are who knows i don't really know uh so take that with a grain of salt i guess interesting now my two favorite ghost hunters have obviously visited the Sally house. <laughs> and Shane course, and Ryan. I'm talking about Shane and Ryan. <laughs> um, in fact, it was the first location they ever visited and oh. the very last place they ever visited on their series finale. For now. I'm still holding out hope that they bring it back. Ryan stated on the first episode that this would be a place he would never return and he actually left the house in the middle of the night before the investigation was uh, over. Wow. Which, But then he came back, so... It's so, it was so funny. I mean, that's fair. I also left a location and came back, so. It was very funny because, I mean, he came back like years later. Oh, I see. (laughs) They did the little flashlight tests and they're they're like, do you, you know, turn the flashlight off if you don't like us being here or whatever. And it would turn on and off and uh, like the, it was on a counter and it would just start rolling kind of back and forth. And I feel like I, I. I remember seeing one like this, but I don't know if it's the exact right one. It could be. Um, I need to rewatch all those this Halloween, this October. It's, I watched, I rewatched both of them just because. It was your story. Yeah. And they're funny. So, and when he leaves the house after the first investigation, when he leaves in the middle of the night, he's like, Ryan's like, fuck you. Like he's going (laughs) off on the ghost. And then you watch the the very last one and he's like i said some things i regret now saying <laughs> now that i am going back to the house <laughs> i would also regret telling it fuck you yeah um so you can go watch those on youtube um and you can also stay overnight at the sally house if you'd like for a 125 dollars a person and if you want to do that you can schedule it on the visit atchison website that's a little too steep for my blood. 125? Well, I don't know. Compared to 500 at some uh, of these other places? I know, but that's isn't it bigger groups for the more expensive ones? Typically like 1 to 6, so it's like 100 bucks. Yeah, I suppose. So it's about I, I just don't So my friend Chris wants to do a an investigation. And the only place in the cities that I can find is a place where you have to stay like you stay there overnight, you sleep there too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hi, honest to god don't think i could do it you don't have to sleep i i don't think i would but then i'd have to drive three hours home to go sleep or you just stay awake all night and then drive three hours home and then get a hotel and stay in the hotel so then i'm double paying to sleep somewhere i just i don't know i'm i'm debating i don't know if we ever will but Okay, um, the next location at Atchison I'm going to talk about is Benedict College. Benedict College is located on the bluffs overlooking the Missouri River. It is over 150 years old and haunted, obviously. It isn't known <laughs> to be haunted by any evil, evil spirits, but more the spirits of old monks who founded the institution more than a century and a half ago. Continuing to look after and protect the old school, which is so nice. That is pretty nice. In Memorial Hall, which is a dormitory, several things have occurred. One girl was in her closet changing when the dresser mysteriously moved in front of the door. When she tried to open the door, it wouldn't budge. She at first thought her roommate was playing a prank on her, but then she remembered that her roommate wasn't in the room, and she had to scream at the top of her lungs before someone came and rescued her. That sucks a lot. 
Another girl reported that while she was at the mirror in her room, her desk chair behind her began to rock and then no. began to rock and then suddenly stopped. No, hate it. And another girl reported that being woken up in the middle of the night to see someone ruffling through her closet, um, her mind in her little sleeping haze thought maybe it had something to do with like recruitment. She must have maybe been, been rushing her sorority. So oh. she thought it was something to do with like recruitment. So maybe, I don't know what goes on with that. So apparently but, the monks don't like women being at the school. Um, so she she didn't say anything. But the next morning when her and her roommate checked the door to their dorm, remained locked. And her closet was a wreck. Weird. Um, they were like, where are your petticoats? Yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of my story for Haunted Edgerton. I could literally, there was... Probably at least 10 plus more stories wow. I could have told just in this town. Um, but they were quick little blurbs. Yeah. So I was like, eh, it's not really yeah. worth talking about. Um, well, it is. but you know, It is. Yeah. At some point, you got to call it. Right. Um, one last thing I want to talk about here is this kind of fun little thing. In the months of September and October every year, the city runs haunted trolley tours that will Cute. take you around the most haunted town in Kansas. And it'll stop at all these like these houses that you I'm can I'm texting see. Tom and I'm telling him we're MEA next year. Yeah, that's, that's a good what idea. we're doing. Uh, the town the tour is sixty minutes and it costs ten dollars a person. Oh so my god, you that's, wanna... that see that's more my blood. Yeah, <laughs> ten bucks. <laughs> so if that's something you're interested in doing, you can again book that on the visit atchison website that is their so town cool. website literally has a tab called like haunted Cute. haunted atchison. oh my god like, and that. it just has all this haunted <laughs> information on it so that that was a good one seems, that was really interesting seems like a pretty interesting town yeah, yeah. and lots to do there so if that's yeah. something you guys are interested in you should definitely do it would you come to the town yeah actually would you yeah you just don't want to do the actual like i just don't want to go into the house okay i would no would you do the the trolley yeah right okay i mean i did the bus ride that's true that's true and you did the walking tour things Mm -hmm. you've done two of those now right the caves Mm -hmm. and the other one i've done three three what's the other one you did well we did the one in stillwater um i did the cave tour the uh what is that called wabasha Wabasha street Street caves And when I was in Mackinac Island, we did a ghost tour there. I'm talking about Mackinac Island. Are you? Yes. Yeah, we did a ghost tour there. It I'm was so okay. I'm so proud of you. It was. You'll have to tell me if you've been to any of the locations. That was that my, I talk about. my least favorite one, so. Okay. It was very. Blah. Commercialized, kind mm, of. That's too bad. Yeah. So. I would definitely do another walk from the lady that did the Stillwater one. I want to do the St. Paul one. Oh yeah we should talk about that off air okay i'm gonna do it uh here are my sources yes uh we have 1889 dot com, two different times okay visit atchison.com legends of america.com i had visit atchison a bunch of different times to yeah be honest, which because, makes sense yeah they had a lot of and youtube.com so. <laughs> and youtube for <laughs> the buzzfeed stuff the buzzfeed unsolved and if you want to go watch you they're the very first episode um that one has three they visit three, three locations, locations right yeah yeah and it's the last location okay. that they visit and then so the, if you're confused just just skip, skip ahead if to you the don't last see one. Their stuff. and then the series finale it's it's about 50 minutes long and it's just the sally house so. i'm still holding out hope that they bring it back someday so. me too they were just on the news i know i, I wonder why they were yeah. here 
weird super weird uh so there we go that is my haunted kansas episode part one because i I can do another one yeah great our socials are mwmanuspodcast at gmail.com midwest madness podcast facebook group and the instagram is also mwmanuspodcast cool well we hope you guys have a great last second 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 to last last week of october i'm like wait no this one's coming out this tuesday yeah this tuesday mea if you are in minnesota and you have a child or you are a teacher woo! enjoy your time off and we will talk to you guys next tuesday bye